Hi, this is Naomi Kate, and you're listening to The Wondering Nomad. Today's segment is The Cold Long Winter. When the days were short and filled with darkness, the wind howls and brings forth the bone-chilling cold. South. South we must go. Yet it hinders a new kind of cold. On the beaches we slept along the coast of California. Temperately speaking, our days were chilly now, not freezing. We slept on the sandy beaches with the sleeping bag and blankets, usually near a fire that we had built the night before. We were going to Mexico, to the tip. Baja California, sir. Cabo San Lucas, it might be called. But inland, toward the Sea of Cortez, next. The land vast with unique varieties of wildlife and plants. To camp along the beach the whole way. Laguna Beach was a charm. We stayed two or three days. Dana Point was nice, too. San Diego showed us love for three weeks. We scouted out the border and border patrol during our time in Diego. Camping in the windy mountains of rocks to camping on beaches and waking up frozen. Our beach camping setup was now to just pull the tarp over us so that the mist would not wet and freeze us overnight. We camped fireside with the tarp several times. We decide we shall kayak into and down the Baja coast. We walk into TJ, get our papers and approvals, pay our tax, and 15 minutes later, we're back in the States, along with a pack of hot nuts, of course. Kayaking into Mexico wouldn't be an issue. Coming back would. We make copies of our passports and leave them in the kayaks. The night before Thanksgiving, we decide to launch. Shall I say night, when it was only an hour till sunset when we launched? Yeah, we can make it to Coronado Island and find a harbor to dock in by night. We were fueled by adrenaline in the mission before us. By golly, we would make it by sheer willpower, if anything else. We loaded the kayaks with gear, pulling them to the beach. A mile from the border we were, the kayaks heavier than sin. We had to rearrange how we packed them, and that took time. Finally, sun had set and the pink skies remained. Cal helps me launch and I paddle out. Too far indeed, almost a mile. Where's Kyle? Looking to shore, it seems as he got flipped. He is trying to relaunch and someone is there helping. I roll on the large waves. It's harder to see by the minute. And now I'm trying to kayak back to shore. 30 minutes pass. Where's Kyle? My eyesight is failing as the night grows dim. I fight the waves heading into shore. The waves get bigger pushing me out as I push in. Soon I see Kyle coming towards me. Ah, excitement and joy to see him. Ah, he's shouting a warning. A wave is rolling high behind me. 
So strong, my paddling has no effect to the pull of the wave. Standing four feet tall, a wall of ocean, glassy and smooth, looks at me for a split second and then pulls me in to tumble me around, engulfed, released, alive. It was cold, really cold. It was dark, dusk. We saw outlines of one another. Mist rolled in, heightening the effect. It was a couple who saw us earlier who had stayed to watch us launch, then helped Kyle when he got spit out. They invited us for dinner and to stay the night. Our kayaks we stashed in an empty condo. They were bogged down with water, too heavy, and we were too tired. It was gated, so it was a safe place to leave them. Two days later, they were gone. They turned us into border patrol under accusation of trying to bring back a Mexican foreign national. Our kayaks gone now, our camping gear gone, everything gone. Our mission was still in place. How must we get there yet? Low on money now, we decided to walk in. We would backpack our way down, only to find ourselves on the beaches of Ensenada. The tarp method to our no-tent sleeping worked. For one night, because we stayed with Cesar after, in a tent, in a lean-to, in the gusty, windy nights, a hurricane was coming. Todos Santos was to get 40-foot waves. A boat ride for $6 to the island and we could watch. But should we? No. That was the night we left. The night that God delivered us from peril. We were threatened of death if we didn't. So we came back to the States, having to get back to Seattle. Snow in Arizona, snow in Utah, and snow in Washington. We got the van and left the CRV, bought a down blanket and pillows. The van brought us safety from the outside elements. Our naked bodies brought us warmth. Snow and rain seemed to come for days. You get used to being cold, only to warm up rarely. Your whole being just is cold. An odd feeling if you've never felt this before. South. South again was our goal. To say au revoir to the cold. Pick a place, any place. To go, but to stay. Tucson. We chose Tucson. Three days of driving and we made it. We pull into Tucson as the sun pulls upwards from the horizon. A pink, warm, welcoming glow. Welcome to Tucson, honey. We spent more time in the mountains at first. Snow is atop Mount Lemon, an elevation of 9,000-something. But then snow came to the rest of us in the valley, covering the dirt, turning it to mud, covering the saguaros and the prickly pears. Ah, the coldest and longest winter. 
It's the middle of March now. The days remain chilly and full of wind. One must wear a jacket if he's sane. The coldest winter, the locals call it. We weren't ever able to escape it. You've been listening to The Wandering Nomad. This is Naomi Kate. Thank you for tuning in and hope to share more stories with you soon.